Thank you for listening to the Business and Beyond podcast. We appreciate all of our listeners. If this is your first time listening to the Business and Beyond podcast, we hope you enjoy this episode. Episode 56 of the Business and Beyond podcast is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks. Use our coupon code, our exclusive promo code, Business Beyond, to get an extra 15% off your Ray's sports orders on our website or on their website. And if you can see on YouTube, I'm drinking a Ray's Energy drink. And for the ones who are listening to on our one of our various one of our various different podcasting platforms, I'm drinking South Beach because that's all that uh, they had it's available. Got the Miami vibes on the can. See, as as a millennial, because I have no clue. You know, Miami Heat, the Miami Marlins wear those sometimes. They have. As a millennial, I'm just thinking Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, that's what the colors. That's, that's what it looks like. Like, is it Miami Vice? Something to do with the show? I I don't know why those colors are like that. But speaking of uh, being a millennial, and this being our Super Bowl, our post Super Bowl recap episode. Like, see, I enjoyed the halftime show, as I suppose you did too, because yeah, growing up, those were our like. I I don't know if I'm gonna, I'm not one to to say it was the best or the worst or this or that. It's just most most recent, so. That's why every president's always the best or the worst president. Mm-hmm. Like, they're never just the middle of the road president. But it, yeah. it was very, very good. I was, I was thinking like, yeah, they're not doing Rolling Stones or uh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, the... and then it hit me that it's because we're at that age now where that's, it's like everybody over fifty hated it. Yeah, I could have. Everybody out. under thirty had no idea who they were. And then I'm just sitting here like, this is great. I couldn't figure out why my 14-year-old wasn't as excited as I was about it. But 50 Cent still makes music. Eminem still has... Eminem was probably really, for any generation, he was probably the most So Lane has never heard of 50 Cent? No, he's heard of it. He just doesn't doesn't listen to that type of... Well, I mean, I don't listen to that anymore. I used to... I mean, I could probably name three Eminem songs. But again, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, I mean, you, you... just about everybody. Knows Snoop Dogg's still there. Okay, he's a he's a household. Man. At, at at the risk of sounding like one of those old parents that want to say hip, Snoop Dogg's still cool though, right? Yeah, he is. He's yeah. like at Absolutely. the top right now. Him yes. and Eminem, Mary J. Blige. Honestly, I had no idea who I know who she is. But when they popped up, it took me a minute to recognize her. I'm like, who who is that? But Fifty Cent, I knew as soon as it popped up, just because from the wife beater, mm-hmm. and that's what we listened to in high school. Yeah, and uh, Kendrick Lamar. It he was me, one of the younger... It took me a minute to realize who he was when I saw him. But all in all, I mean, what is it, a 17, 18 minute halftime show? And that was, I mean, it was fire, like the kids would say today. It, it, really, was, say, wow. it really was a uh, it really was a good halftime show, a good performance. And it was something, you know, really, I would have much rather sat four hours and watch that than I would that football game. Yeah, because you get uh, you get into some of these songs, but they're only singing them for yeah, you know, like thirty, forty seconds, and they're moving on to a different song. Well, you know, and, and talking about the the football game, I mean, that really was what I expected it, the Super Bowl game would be. It was a tight matchup. It was a back and forth game. You know, it went down to the wire, down and to the end. It seems like though for it to be such a close game, it was a really boring game. It I think, was. despite I... the score. Uh, being was it twenty three twenty? It was a defensive battle. Yeah, like uh, the 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 Rams could not get their running game going. 
Uh, Bang- Bengals seemed to do pretty good until the second half. They just couldn't pr- protect Burrow. Yeah, really, it was the, what, like, I mean, j- j- barely into the third quarter, they did okay. And then about the 11 minutes left in the third quarter, they they just couldn't get anything going from that point on. In the fourth quarter, they were they were pretty much non-existent. And, man, up For until... For as dominating as the first half was for them. When I guess even... So what was it? The first few seconds, even of the third quarters, when they had a, they scored within twelve seconds, and then within yeah, another was, ten seconds they, they had the interception. interception. Yeah. And I'm thinking you score there, twenty four thirteen. It's probably it's over. And, I thought it was ball game at that point. Um, but no, that big play, that big no call. On yeah. uh, I mean, some people are like, well, that's good if you know, good no call and pass interference. I'm thinking, well, what about face masking? Because yeah. he grabbed... Or legal hands to the face. Yeah, yeah. legal hands to the face. So like, you know, I, I understand you have... It, it didn't look intentional, but that doesn't matter on face masking. No. Pass interference, sure. Uh, but I, I just thought, even up until that point, I don't remember any flags. Up, no, there like, wasn't Up until really. late in the fourth quarter. No, I think the only flag you had was the... Yeah, I can't remember the player's name that came on the field undressed. The personal foul penalty after the yeah. touchdown. And there was... Uh, Delay a game, one delay a game penalty, which might have been in the fourth quarter, but up until that final drive, so, you know something that was interesting that I saw too. Uh, you know, Odell injured sounds like it's probably most likely his ACL, um, which is to me I don't remember in Super Bowl games or even the history of watching the Super Bowl uh, a bigger player getting hurt like that. Any really player? I mean, do you ever remember? It's, it's nothing that comes to mind of someone getting hurt in the Super Bowl. Well, usually, I mean, also, they have the they have the week off. Yeah, they always have the week but off, so they. I mean, you also had Joe Burrow was injured for a, a moment. I, I I thought he was you done. Had, you yeah. saw him screaming, holding his knee. Uh, I don't know if it was the same knee it hurt. You last also year. saw the foot on Matt Stafford. That was bad. You know, so you had some of these things, and I know they're freak things, but I started thinking about, you know, they added that seventeenth game mm-hmm. to the schedule. Does that have something to do with some of these injuries? And neither of these, these teams guys, had to buy had the bye week. Uh, in the first round, had never had the buy in the first round because <clears> they were fourth. They, they were four seeds. Right. So you got last week off, yes, but you know your body still can only endure so much. And is twenty one games you know, in twenty three weeks, pretty. So much. is is the money worth it for the NFL? For the owners, it is. It, I mean, for your, for a, a star player like Odell, that's probably going to miss the next ten to twelve months. But you know, I, I don't think anything is going to change unless it's just constant. Like every yeah. team's going to have one of these because you always have players. I think like it, that I think it's hurt. something to watch going forward in the future. Yeah. Keep that in mind of, of towards the end of the season and especially through playoffs and Super Bowl. You know, do you have sig- players, significant players, at that being injured? We'll see because uh, obviously the ratings for the Cowboys went down with Dak not being in there. I'm sure they were yeah. still you know relatively high, but not not what they normally were. Uh, that's where it would have to hit the owners, you know, because they'll just say, well, it's part of the game. People always get hurt, always get hurt, which is true. You always have uh, big-time players tearing ACLs. Uh, A few years ago, it seemed like there was a lot more, you know, with – it was when I think San Francisco opened their new stadium and their – whatever their grass Mm -hmm. was, they were uh, having an uptick of knee injuries. And I wonder if that, too, you know, you have everything going to artificial turf – you know, if that doesn't have something to do with it, also with yeah. all the knee injuries, you know, I, you know, it's definitely something that I think you'd keep an eye on going forward, and and hopefully the owners in the league would keep an eye on this, you know, and, and weigh the options versus yeah, the money I because I think right now they're talking here in a couple of years you're going to have an 18th have game. game. Yeah, I, I just don't uh, think you can do that. I really don't. I because even if you dangerous. take even if you take away uh, the 
preseason games, I mean, no one's playing in the preseason anyways. Right. I mean, not to not to the extent where they're putting wear and tear on their body. No. No, and you'd like to think the owner. I mean, obviously, I'm sure the owners have the players' best interest. I mean, to what they think in their head mm-hmm. is they're putting the best interest forward, and uh, and at least here when we hear Jerry Jones talking, you, you think he truly loves his players. At least that's the way he acts. And yeah. maybe sometimes too much where he's signing players when they shouldn't be signed. But most owners, it's it's got to hit them in the pocketbook. You know, Joe Burrow gets uh, hurt late in the season. Yeah. Next year, you know, you probably say something, well, he's injury prone now. But you know, how many – how many teams have to have star players get hurt? And even then, are they going to say, well, they're playing too many games? Yeah. And as long as the TV money is going to be there and the players are going That's to earn more, is... are, are, the, are the players going to say anything? They'll probably just say, well, well yeah, the... as long as I'm going to make money, because yeah, you're always risking getting injured. It's going to be something injured. for the uh, Players Association to, to step in and maybe uh, try to negotiate in, you know, in their next, whenever their next contract's up. I know they just recently had had those so but i mean with so you had the obviously halftime shows way up here the mm-hmm. game was down here right in the middle what for, people were tuning for in for a, a, f- well for the last part for a 20 to 23 to 20 game yeah down there i think it was right there in the middle I it think, wasn't an amazing game it, it got real exciting up to the end and it wasn't a blowout it was back and forth i thought oh the rams are running away with this and i thought oh bengals got this yeah. and then uh, they well, kind of gave it away. I'm talking about just for Super Bowls in general. Yeah. People are only showing up. Commercial. Halftime show, and then we got commercials. Yeah. The commercials. That's where the money's made. So, the, actually, the report, and, you know, we did some some research on this this week. Uh, from last year's Super Bowl to this year's Super Bowl, they, a 30-second spot went up by a million dollars. Went from $5.5 million now to six point five. That's That's a hell of an inflation. <laughs> Um, but then also there were some commercials, I guess, depending on the slots and the exact time you go, um, the highest point it reached was a $7 million. Um, I tried to find that and I I couldn't find that. You know, we, we talked about, uh, trying to pinpoint some of these commercials and I had a hard time finding what, what each of these companies actually paid. But But you think a lot of them, uh, had multiple commercials. Toyota had one, you know, with the. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the Joneses and Jonas, one. Yeah. but then they had the one where it was like the, I think it was skiing, and uh, it had like the Paralympic athletes, and you think it's oh, yeah. you know, advertising Paralympics, and at the end it's just a Toyota, a Toyota logo, and like that. I mean, good for them for yeah. for paying for that, but uh, do they pay for the whole spot, or do they just say, hey, you know, NBC says we're going to put this in there. Does anyone want to put their logo at the end for a certain amount of money? Because no, I'm pretty sure because they pay, typically they... you would think, okay, throw a Toyota truck somewhere in the ad. Because I had no idea it was a Toyota commercial until the end. Now, is that? But I think that's that part of it. They want to tug your heartstrings. You know, you got Anheuser Busch does a really good job of that too. They don't push the beer. They do the horses and the sentimental story and well that's that's boom, because we're it. expecting it they have one of those every year but i think that's always i think that and and now others are following suit by yeah. they, they want to see what they can do to just to tug on your heart and see if that gets you to man you know what these are great people we want to go spend our money with them 
Um, well, as much as trucks are these days, I don't know that I'm like, that commercial is going to go get me to buy a Toyota truck. Maybe if you're already in the market. It might get me to buy uh, them just because they're pretty good but you trucks have, now. I mean, you have the commercial with all the Joneses. Yeah. And then that one more likely because you're watching the trucks drive. But I, you're paying $6 million or $6.5 or whatever it is for that. Do you it's make your gamble. money back? It's a gamble, isn't it? It's uh, a gamble. I mean, we're talking about it and they're, you know, to their, well, so that was, we're talking about it right now. That was now. what they, you know, that's something that's big. It's not just the 30 second spot you get. It's us talking about it. All the news stations, the morning shows, everyone's talking about these, you know, and even before, even there were some commercials that had already aired before the Super Bowl. You had seen leaks of them or trailers of them. So they're getting their money's worth. I mean, they're going to be talked about for a month and then now they're going to continue to, to run these so, ads. So those, you know, I'm talking about this one or this one. And, you know, maybe you noticed it. Maybe you didn't. You may not know exactly what I'm talking about if you don't remember it. But one I know everybody saw if they were in the room was Coinbase. Yeah. You remember that? It was just the the little QR code going back and forth. And they were like, okay, at what point are you going to just pull it out, uh, pull your phone out? I almost said something where you could take a drug. <laughs> pull out your phone. And, and my, my son was the first one because I'm about 10 seconds in. I'm like... Might as well scan that QR code, and, and Bryson's already about. doing it, and he's looking, and it brings you to the Coinbase app, which is kind of, I guess, kind of cool. If you can get it, get them to get it on your phone, mm-hmm. uh, just it's like, you know, to... I work in sales. I could call somebody, and they could say, yeah, I'm interested. But unless I'm in there with a quote in front of their face with, you know, gave me my presentation, yeah. there's a big difference. And they're already on their phone. And you know, how many how many of you thought, uh, of listeners right now, have been thinking that you, you want to get into crypto? You just don't know how or you don't know when, or, you know, you're just kind of there. And, and you see commercially like, yeah, I need to start investing in Bitcoin or whatever. But you have it up on your phone. You're like, you might as well just hit this it's commercial right now. Mm-hmm. Might as well just hit sign up. And that was a long, I mean, yeah. it was at least a 30 second commercial. That's all it was. Just a little QR code bouncing back and forth, changing colors. And I bet all it took was them to get, you know, I mean, they get a few hundred thousand people that will do that and it's done. You know. I mean, because a, no, a lot of them, I think Coinbase is one of them, you do initial deposit of $25, you get $5 or something like that. Yeah. So you just think, for make $6 million, <clears throat> quick math, $25 a pop, uh, let's see, 100,000 people, that would be $2.5 million, I think. So 300,000 people, your money's back. Yeah. And, well, they're, you know, investing that money. But they money, have transaction yeah. fees, they have, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. No, it's smart, you know, and that was something. I mean, speaking of crypto, there was a lot of crypto ads. Um, what else was there that was uh, one that sticks out, which is weird? I don't think of it as a big company. It's kind of a, a rocket mortgage because oh, yeah. it's like Quicken Loans, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you think Quicken Loans is kind of you know payday? That was the one that the Barbie, the Barbie one, and it had uh, <laughs> the the singing the actress that played all the singing movies. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a pretty entertaining yeah, commercial too. And then there was the one, uh, at, uh, one of the first commercials, the babies and the helicopter. Uh, the I trade. I knew instantly. I had no clue. No, I knew instantly because they they used to have those Super Bowl ads years ago that were in they were in cribs and they were doing the E Trade stuff. As soon as they saw it, and everybody's watching, I'm like it's E Trade, it's E Trade, and then so that's like, why babies. I'm like that's, that's just of, what they do. That's that's one that would make you think because that didn't resonate with me. Well, so another one too is some some commercials you you had you might go too far and you don't yeah, remember. You had uh, like what the T-Mobile was. and Verizon. Now they all have the home internet. There's a lot of that that was there. The cable guy. The cable. The one, did you see that one? That was one of the better ones. Did, too, did you notice though, a lot of the ads used a lot of big name stars? Though. 
and, this year. And, and the last few years, you kind of think have, that's because the, it was in LA and there was a lot of stars at. Like this is just a start. Was a star studded Super Bowl. They this had year. it under under wraps. Like I had no clue. Huh. The I uh, when I saw like him looking through the people, I remember seeing a clip of that somewhere. And I'm like, oh, that's what they're talking. Because I thought it looked like uh, Jim Carrey in whatever, wherever I saw it. But a lot of people were surprised by that because typically you have leaks and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, there's going to be a commercial about this. But, they have trailers or but something. But they had something. it uh, under wraps this year. There wasn't a lot of, uh, I mean, even in the halftime show, I, I don't want to brag, but apparently it was a big secret that 50 Cent was going to be there. But. I, I saw it. About it. I oh, heard it or saw it somewhere because I was talking it. to my wife about it, and uh, she's like, "Who else is coming?" I was like, "I know Fifty Cent's going to be on here," and there he was. And then I heard, I've heard all day today that it was a big secret, which Fifty Cent's your big secret. Yeah, it's but okay. Uh, but I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the end wherever I saw it. But they did a good job of keeping everything under wraps. And I'm thinking, I heard there was a uh, a surprise star, which I guess ended up being Fifty Cent. But I thought it. Maybe it's Ice Cube or something. Cause I'm surprised Ice Cube wasn't in there. Yeah, uh, being because Fifty Cent's New York and even Eminem's Detroit. Yeah, maybe Ice Cube and Dr. Dre kind of have a. Well, thing it's going. because they're all, um, you know, produced by Dr. Dre, so yeah, they're all the same. But all the same, essentially. I mean, they were all <laughs> together. Dr. Dre produced all of them, so he's yeah. their protege. So I forgot where I was going to go with the. Go ahead. Yeah. So, but I'm thinking, I guess, what song would Ice Cube come up and sing that Dr. Dre, you know, that Dr. Dre wouldn't be already involved in? But are you going to make your money back from that? Like, I think another good one was uh, BMW. You had Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Zeus. Oh, yeah. And then BMW had a, uh, or no, it was Kia. It was being on electric cars. Had the one with the robot dog. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of have cryptocurrency, electric, electric vehicles. vehicles. There was a couple of those. Uh, there right? was a the all electric Silverado. Yeah. I saw which looks pretty cool, and people were eventually moving to all electric because they have. <laughs> you have the the, I don't know if it's the United Nations or who the governing body is, but everyone's supposed to at some, uh, maybe twenty fifty. You're not supposed to be able to sell any car, new cars that aren't all electric. Now, whatever problems that's going to bring up, because, you know, we already have issues with our electric grid, but they think that's less of an issue than than fossil fuels, we'll I guess. see in 25 years. But that's that's where everyone's going to. I'm not saying that's where we will be, yeah. but that's where everyone's gearing toward yeah, and trying yeah. all the... Uh, Chevy doesn't care. GM doesn't care if they... I mean, obviously they care if they lose money, but they're more worried about uh, keeping up with... Uh, protocols and laws right now more mm-hmm. than anything they 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 could lose their ass out on this car and the six million dollar ad that uh that promoted it but overall they're lo- you know you get that green company yeah you know everyone wants to be green nowadays and uh you know, good publicity i guess yeah. but and bmw probably you know they just sell how many cars they have to sell to make a few million dollars but it, it's it, year in year out doritos is all, always has mm-hmm. big ads which i thought they're i was a little disappointing this year but how are they gonna make six million dollars that's a, that's a lot of chips they have to revenue. sell i mean i think you're doing i mean you have that budgeted that it doesn't matter yeah more importantly 
How awkward was it to have The Rock at the beginning of the game? They're ready to kick off, and he's in the middle of the field still talking. With his, did you see that part? Still yeah, to begin I, the game, I, I was. I'm watching this. I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. Get off the field. They're ready to kick off. Let's go. Like, I think a lot of it, it was, was really weird because they up. they tried it. Like, they couldn't promote the Rams as the home team. Like, they didn't want. I mean, the fans obviously wanted the Rams there, but the NFL didn't want the Rams there because it looks like they're just one sided. Mm-hmm. They wanted to promote Hollywood. Yeah. And when the Rams are there, they're kind of like, well, we have to. It, it seemed weird to me. If I'd have been a Bengals fan, I probably would have thought. You know how everyone thinks Shrekman hates the Cowboys. And, yeah, yeah. And Tony Romo's kind of doesn't really like the Cowboys. Like, well, they're trying to be neutral. And, but but as a Bengals fan, I've been really pissed off because it would seem like that, well, they're kind of go. It was in Hol- It was in L.A. It was in Hollywood. Everything was shifted towards the Rams. Yeah, and when uh, The Rock was kind of explaining Hollywood, then he goes to the Rams like it's all part, one part. And it was awkward when he's like, and then talking the about AFC, the Bengals. Yeah, yeah it, it should have been all talk about Hollywood and then talk about the two teams, but they just happened. Uh, they did such a good job that I think it did them a disservice mm-hmm. to actually have a Los Angeles team mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. I think so. I do have to say that that, that stadium is top notch from from TV standings. I mean, just seeing that, I mean, that really puts you know when when Cowboy Stadium opened or now AT&T Stadium I mean that was the epitome right I mean it looks like a dump now compared to something like the Ram- that Ram for Stadium a, for, is- a foot- for a football stadium uh, believe it or not I mean I say like professional ratings but you look uh, you look at a bunch of big time YouTubers that their YouTube page is all about stadiums AT&T Stadium is still out there it's at least one two, maybe one two with SoFi Stadium as Man, a football SoFi stadium. stadium, but though, you're looking at SoFi on a, everything else. I'm looking you, at everything. Have else. you, you know, have you looked at uh, new soccer arenas or whatever? Japan's building arenas, China. Yeah. That's what SoFi Stadium. It's yeah. more like a world a arena. Yeah. yeah, it's multi-use, but it doesn't look like a stadium. It's got, you know, it's obviously a different shape. But you look at it, you're like, well, that's kind of weird. And they're like, oh yeah, you play soccer. Here. Well, and you have the circular screen in the middle and the top. Yeah. That's really it's cool. on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it really is just and it, it lended itself very well for TV on the cutaways. You have lots of suites all over at different levels. It that was it really was. I mean, I know every year it's like, oh, this is the best. They did better. Like this really was a good put on Super Bowl, all in all. And really, it makes sense. To be in L.A., to have a Super Bowl there, you know, my son was asking me kind of, well, what if, why doesn't the Cowboys have it? Well, you know, last time it was kind of a, didn't work out too well with the Cowboys with the weather. But with the ice. Yeah. It really makes sense, man. I can remember pushing as a kid, into February. I can remember as a it's kid. It's worse for North Texas. Florida and California, those are the two places of Super Bowls. They should be and New Orleans. Helped. Well, New, New Orleans, Orleans has, has that at the most. They have. Stadium, but, but. But, like, San Diego, I can remember as a kid, San Diego was a great place. Like, to me, California or Florida, either one at this time of year. Is the best place to have a Super Bowl, and now it's, uh, I guess, L.A. more because they have the stadium. Yeah, now but, like that, that's, that's uh, even better. But you know, Vegas, Ari- Vegas is Vegas actually is a really be good place. Uh, but it's, is that next year? That, no, Arizona. It's Arizona. Arizona. New Orleans always get it, and then Arizona's Miami a weird Tampa one Bay. for me. Arizona just doesn't seem like there's um, enough. You they have that, a lot of sports, but stuff you because the, you have you spring the training there. Type stuff, yeah, though. you need and Arizona just doesn't have that at the same level that obviously L.A. or Vegas. I mean, to I, me, I those think are they the do two. a good they do uh, a good enough job. I think obviously you're comparing Vegas and Los Angeles nightlife, but Arizona uh, is very hospitable 
for, for having large numbers of people for events because they have spring training there, mm-hmm. which is different, but you have a lot. I mean, half of MLB teams go there, plus all their, you know, that's a thousand extra people just right there for a month. And uh, Arizona is different for a reason while uh, why DFW is different, or maybe not so much. Los Angeles is spread out just as much as DFW is. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think DFW being spread out was an issue as much people say it was because it's a 20-minute drive from Fort Worth to Dallas downtown Yeah, uh, without traffic. But that's an issue when you have an ice storm and you can't. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, weather here this, this weekend, weekend would have been perfect. Yeah. Every year we're like, man, why couldn't it have been this year? This is perfect. It was uh, Saturday was a little bit chilly, but yesterday it was 65, perfect. 70 degrees. It would have been perfect to have this, the roof open. The super ah, the roof never yeah it's not gonna be open it's gotta be perfect the, but uh, I, I hear what you said but the weather's good it seems like you get a super you get a brand new stadium that's really good when you say really good I mean MetLife Stadium got to host the Super Bowl uh, but but look at the stadiums right before the Cowboys Cowboys kind of set a new trend because mm-hmm. even if SoFi seems on a different level it's still the Cowboys set a trend look at uh, like you said MetLife which came after the Cowboys but it was the old design. Ford Field or Ford Stadium, the Lions. I mm-hmm. used to think that was a badass stadium. Now looking at it, it's like, yeah. Um, was it the, the Vikings? Colts, did they host the Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings. How did they, they host? host? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. How did they? Uh, when the Eagles won it because the Vikings were uh, in the NFC Championship game and they lost to the Eagles. But yeah, Minnesota's is different. But uh, the Colts, Lucas Oil Stadium, which yeah. I get. They're trying to make it look like the field house, kind of go more like, mm-hmm. I guess, a basketball type theme because that's where well, it originated from. My son brought up a good point of why doesn't the NFL just build a neutral site stadium for the Super Bowl? And that's where it's at every year. It, the logistics of that, well, like, obviously they have the money. They could just, I mean, it would be four or five billion dollars. But what are you going to do with it in the meantime? You that's, could host other events there. I mean, you could. You well, can have neutral side events. They have, you can have they college football. You know what I'm saying? Like, but a, they have countries that host the Olympics. Yeah, and it's not like the U.S. where we just have stadiums everywhere. They build these stadiums, and then they have to figure out they have to turn them into office part, office buildings, or mm-hmm. apartments because they just go into K. Whole countries can't. And now I understand what you say. Just like, hey, maybe have yeah, but you can have bowls there. You yeah, you could have events. college games. You could host boxing you, matches. You could have... I mean, it could be a multi-concert venue. I mean, but I think the NFL likes being at different well, places. I guess part of it is that the, these these cities bid it out, right? Yeah. So every city has the potential. You know, this year the numbers were that they had the potential to make $400 billion for having... Was it a billion or a million? Probably... Was, million. million, I'm sorry. Yeah, because yeah, Super Bowl yeah, used... Yeah, no. Not, Four, so it was they had the potential this year, four hundred million dollars that they had that they could potentially make on hosting the Super well, look, Bowl. Look at here when, when uh, Dallas hosted at DFW with the big ice storms, but that Saturday before that weekend before the Super Bowl, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it it was still pretty cold, but it thawed out, and you know you had Pittsburgh and, and Green Bay mm-hmm. in there, so they didn't care about the weather. Uh, but that whole week, you missed a lot of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you still had all the events, but a lot the economy, the local economy, where yeah. hotels, the hotels, you know, did all right regardless. Yeah. But restaurants, bars, things like that. Uh, just Sundance Square in downtown Fort Worth had the, the most profitable weekend on record in history those three days. And so you're thinking, man, what if it was 
all week. Yeah, and then you're looking yeah. at Dallas. You know, you could have uh, taken advantage of Uptown, probably even Frisco to some extent. Mm-hmm. You'd be all over the place when it's, you know, 60, 70 degrees yeah, and nice. you don't have, to, yeah. don't have to drive on ice. But Well, and now even with, you know, we even it lends better for Arlington to host is with Texas Live. Yeah. With right that. next to it. Yeah. And like that, that was kind that of a knock on it. Is there's nothing really down there to there do. There wasn't anything around it. Now that's starting to become more. Um, you know, it, is some of it, though, the Ma- Arlington not having mass transit, too, that. It's, you know, the, it, it, it's the biggest city in the U.S. that does not have mass, mass transit. transit. Largest city in the U.S. Uh, and DFW kind of gets a knock on mass transit. Yeah, you kind of have to own a car, but you can make it around besides Uber. Uh, Uber and Lyft, because you have Fort Worth has its own and Dallas mm-hmm. has its own. They kind of integrate a little bit where you the, can, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's 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 difficult if you're not used to uh, to dealing with and having to deal with different two completely different uh, entities there. And and I think, you see, I'm not sure why Arlington doesn't. Like every, I don't know. you could say budget issues or whatever, but every. Large city, and that what, Arlington, three hundred thousand people. That's not in itself a large city. I think it's probably top thirty in the in the U.S. But every large city in the world, especially in Europe, because they're all about mass transit over there and trains. Yeah. How could you not put that in there? You have all these all these tax dollars now for your stadiums. I guess that's where it all it's, it's all going right now. But now you got one stadium paid off. The other mm-hmm. one they're working on. Why can't you just put a little thing together, or at least uh, reach out to Dallas or Fort Worth, and and for the most part, contract some some stuff. Hey, add add a few more TRE buses over here or Dart buses. Mm-hmm. They, you, there's a couple of train stops there. Uh, the infrastructure's there already, and I and I'm sure TRE has some stops in Arlington um, on the way to Dallas. But it seems like you could have something something yeah. there, especially with all the different stadiums they're building there and. Um, I believe they're working on building uh, the new Arlington Convention Center right in there. There's going to be hotels. And that's why Cowboys think, fans are listening where you're like, why don't you just put curtains on the stadium? It was a design where there's supposed to be a hotel there blocking the sun, yeah. and that's what they're kind of working on. It end up being a, more or less a downtown type setting in that Yeah, in that and area. it kind of looks like they have, have buildings that will and, The buildings that will block. Yeah, and it does look like it was six flags right there, you know, tall structures. Yeah. But yeah, they have a, you know, not not your Motel Sixes or right or you have a legitimate hotels being built there yeah. and uh, big event type uh, structures and foundations going in mm-hmm. over there. And uh, right now, when they're working, it seems like they've been working forever. Three sixty and thirty. All the interchanges, because now you don't have to loop around, go through a stoplight. Uh, it's still in the works, but it seems like that's going to be. Uh, They're moving be in the right to, direction, hopefully, to make another Super bid for a Super Bowl. They, uh, I mean, Cowboys. You know, and, and early on, I remember when the Super Bowl was here, it felt like that was early on of um, like uh, Verbo and, you know, stuff like that mm-hmm. to Airbnb. Like that was new because I remember hearing people that were renting their houses out during Super Bowl yeah. week for people to have parties and things and making money. I thought, man, that's weird. But now it's kind of just a normal thing. Yeah. So there were there were people you uh, renting out their driveways. You could park there for yeah. like five hundred bucks because parking was over a thousand dollars at the stadium. 
Yeah. Which is ridiculous after you spend six grand on a cheap ticket. Yeah. You know, like another thousand to to park. But uh, Arlington or DFW had an outside chance of hosting this Super Bowl. Or was it a couple months ago with the new loss? Yeah. I think we talked about a different episode. Uh, and I remember how, okay, how weird would that halftime show have been if it was here? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, with the setup of all Los Angeles and, yeah. you know, Southern LA, that would have been kind of an awkward. Uh, Super Bowl if it had been held in Arlington. Yeah, because I thought that you really knew you were watching a game in LA. You you got that feel, that atmosphere, the big names, the the halftime show, everything about that. You know, yesterday's Super Bowl was completely around LA. You felt that you know the culture, and and then that was you knew that this stadium is tied deep into Inglewood. You know, one of the predominant neighborhoods there that. You know, and obviously they're they're working on cleaning that neighborhood up as well, and bringing it back to, you know, what it was prior to, what we know it as. Yeah, and hopefully the the Cowboys will get a chance to redeem themselves for I guess DFW and the stadium uh, with a future Super Bowl because coming up pretty soon, twenty twenty six, the host the World Cup. Uh, it's a North American deal, so Canada, U.S. And Mexico are sharing, and uh, I believe the Cotton Bowl is involved in that too. I know uh, Frisco, the Toyota Stadium. Toyota. Is it still Toyota Stadium? Uh, AT&T Stadium, uh, Houston, and Austin. And then I think the Cotton Bowl is involved in that. At, they'll have, uh, I'm sure the finals won't be. They'll probably have that in L.A. Uh, because I think L.A. was the original bidder trying to get the World Cup. Yeah. And... Uh, they thought better chance we just expand it to all North America. So you're going to have uh, World Cup soccer games at AT&T Stadium, at least one. So that'd be pretty cool because they do a pretty good job of soccer. They have the, I don't know, Bosch's, so the Konikov, Konikov. So how do they championships. handle that? I'll be all over. I mean, it's is it over a month period? I think typically it's pretty widespread. They, they break out like mm. groups and these groups play in these areas, like in divisions. Uh, and then I would... I would I mean, think you're not so. Just I mean, because flying you're... back and forth constantly. No, I mean play. you have. Uh, I guess you play <clears throat> every day in 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 each group. You play the other three teams. I, I'm sure there's. And a they set up between. one location where the championship meets. Yeah. So if you had uh, Texas, and you know, I, I don't know what other areas. If the Superdome is involved in that, but uh, you have different areas where there's six, you know, five or six. You could probably have a couple teams of teams playing. Yeah. Playing. Yeah. Actually, you probably have each group in each stadium. Almost. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, because you're probably playing all day long. I mean, it's just yeah. I'm sure the logistics aren't figured out, but it seems because I know when you're talking about MLS and uh, they have weekly games. It's one game a week, and even in the playoffs, it's one game a week, sort of like football, American football. So I don't know if they could just play every day. I think they at least have to have a break of a couple of days. I mean, don't they do in the Olympics? They play like that. I mean. Every couple days they're playing a game. Well, I think overall there's games every day. You have it how the schedule's worked out where they're playing almost every day, but maybe these four teams play Monday, these teams play Tuesday, Wednesday. There's at least a three-day gap. I don't know if you're a soccer fan, you're into the World Cup and uh, Olympic soccer, let us know. Because I can't imagine you could play that every day. If you can, why why do you stretch out 
the MLS season. Yeah. Once a week. Even your uh, uh, Champions League, you see that. They'll, they'll, uh, Saturdays and Sundays, you'll have them early in the morning at 8, 9, 10 a.m. playing. But they're playing once a week. Unless that's the only broadcast we get. So that's I mean that's constantly running across a large field that that would uh, that would tire you out. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the logistics of it yet, but we're gonna at least have big events here too. So now football season's over. NFL. NFL season. You got a couple of months, and then you have USFL coming. US, and then uh, your, your boys coaching Houston. Who's that? Oh yeah. A M's old coach. Someone. Someone. Kevin. Someone. So what about uh, our buddy? Your co-host on the sports page. Real, real quick, we back up real okay. quick. I thought it was odd that The Rock was there because I thought, well, he's the commissioner, he's the owner of the. I don't know if he's commissioner. He's the owner of the XFL. That's kind of conflicting, isn't it? No, he needs the NFL. That. No, the he NFL. needs to piggyback no, off the for NFL. him. For him, sure. But why would the NFL? So did you, have you seen the meme? I know we're getting way off topic, but see the meme. I saw it today. That is the XFL champion. And the worst team, team in the, the NFL, NFL should, should play. play and swap if whoever XFL yeah wins. whoever wins gets to stay gets to play in the NFL the next season. And the worst team they're always competing. Who that would be bigger than the Super Bowl? You would have so many people tuning in to watch that to see who gets kicked out of the NFL and who the gets NFL promoted wouldn't, in. The NFL wouldn't. Okay, first of all, it, it, there's too many moving parts there. Like it's fun to talk about, but legitimately, if you know, whoever, I guess the teams are still going to well, be the same. They're not playing things. from You're next talking year. money, you're talking contracts. But, but, There's look, a lot yeah, of problems. Yeah, the there. renegade. They would have to be part of the NFL in some regards. Like a minor like a system minor, where yeah. you're just like, okay, yeah, just move y'all up and y'all down. Yeah. Because you're talking about everybody on the Jacksonville Jaguars, every player, which, let's say, the worst team in the NFL and the best team but in the NFL. But you're dealing with free agency issues, yeah. cross crossing. Right yeah. now, whichever team was before COVID hit, the best team in the XFL I don't think it would be close. I don't think they'd be able to compete. You have a bunch of that would so, that'd be so interesting to watch. It, it would be. I would tune into it that. It would be, but there's so many gimmicks that I don't think the. X- like, I really think Alabama could come in and beat. Like we just need like a XFL universal team. XFL we just team, need sure. a universal. Fo- no, I really think Alabama could come so, in and compete against the Lions or the Jaguars. But oh man, or the Colts. You could have a whole episode on this. But how many players on Alabama this year? or even Georgia, is going to play in the NFL. Now, given a lot higher than average, maybe maybe half. A lot, a lot of them out from Alabama. Maybe, maybe half of their starters. I think one year I think, Alabama had every at, defensive player. Not just player. necessarily that player, but a team concept. But look at That's the – look at the, the – now, may you, I, I will see to you that they have a chance because – Jacksonville or Detroit, there's no incentive other than they don't want to be losers, losing to a college team. It can get in their head. But talent-wise, the NFL team's better because every single player on the Jacksonville Jaguars outside of maybe the bottom few that got to play, they belong in the NFL. Not every player, how many stars, star players, even I'll even say future star players, will go ahead and call them stars now, play on Alabama right now. I bet more than you think. Probably Alabama, I think Alabama is any other college team. Maybe not. Alabama is a, a, a beast of their own. I mean, I mean, uh, I know Georgia pulled it off, but you're talking Trevor, more. Trevor Lawrence more about, beat Alabama, but he couldn't. But you're talking more concepts and things, and that's why he I also think, beat the Buffalo Bills. So nice. That's not that's a true comparison. 
No, it would definitely be interesting to watch uh, and talk about, but you never get a true, even if they agree to, you never get a true matchup because there's nothing in it for them. There's nothing. The owners don't want their players to get hurt. Play. There's nothing for the NFL to gain, but everything to lose. Yeah. It's the same thing when it's fun. Let's not have the Pro Bowl. Let's have the, the worst two teams play for the number one pick. Yeah, that's fun, but <clears throat> the players don't care about the pick. Like, may, yeah. you know, maybe uh, no, you're if right. the Cowboys, the you, don't have, care. you have Dak Prescott cares. The players, how, the players care they, about themselves and the money they're going to make. But, I mean, well, they think really about the players, the players that have nothing involved. How many players are out of contract now? You know how you like. Get what that, do they care? You know I'm not going to play for. Work? I'm not going to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. My contract's up. Why am I going to play for y'all to get a number one pick? It's going to be like bowl games where people are opting but, out. You know how you, you do it though. The two t- two worst teams play. One get the winner gets the number one pick. The loser gets the last pick. <laughs> you 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 make it that tough on them. Man, there'd be no parity then ever. <laughs> you know, felt which. I guess there's not not a whole lot already. I mean, you still have, but you go Cincinnati went from worse. Well, let's to, let's get back to the players. The players. Or what is the? No, I'm sorry. The the uh, fan controlled league. Oh yeah, yeah. Go back. Sorry. This is what we were. I was actually well, trying my to get co-host to. Chris Chris, Chris Robb Jr. He's playing on the sports page. He's the draft. Is I believe is in April. Okay. I think oh, there's the still a draft. Okay. Uh, and they don't go by uh, cities. They don't go by there. They all play. Uh, I believe in Atlanta, somewhere in Georgia. They're all one arena, and they get drafted by each different week? teams. Uh, each well, you're drafted, but you, you can... have the same defense. It's kind of like fantasy football in a in a way. The defenses all stay together. Offensive linemen stay together, and then you have quarterbacks. You have receivers, running backs, extra. And that's week to week. They week, get week to week. And so you have like Marshawn Lynch owns a team. Austin Eckler owns a team. There's a couple. More. I think there's six teams now. Um, but no, it, it's pretty cool. It legitimately is fan controlled. You go, you download the app, and you watch the games, and you vote on which plays they run. Which I assume the coach picks two play, two or three plays for you to see, and you click on whatever. Uh, in in reviews, you know, remember the the mm-hmm. AAFL? You were actually hearing what they were all talking about. You'll get that, but you get to vote on what you think the real call was. Oh, that's awesome! So. Uh, a, a little room there for, um, I guess it works out because it, in the NFL it wouldn't work out because all the Cowboys fans would whichever call best benefits. But here you do pick your favorite team. I guess you're able to, pit, you know, at, interact with. Uh, and I haven't picked mine yet because I'm gonna wait till we see which Chris Where Chris goes. Chris, yeah. Chris goes. So I guess you may have legitimate thoughts on what. What might have was it a catch? Was it not? Mm-hmm. Was it was it a penalty? Because you're not really too tied in with the team. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's one uh, apparently Johnny Manziel couldn't. I don't. I, I know he was trying out for it last year, but he wasn't in it. So I don't know what happened with that. If but, I'm not. But your co-host and our good friend of the show is going to be Chris Robb's going to be in. He's it. already awesome, tried man. out. He's in it, and he'll be. That's awesome. Yeah, he was in the indoor football league, played for uh, North Dakota's team. He played for Quad City, which is Chicago's team. He was trying to get down here with uh, the Frisco Fighters. But he's, uh, yeah, he was signed as a signed contract with the fan-controlled football league, the FF, FC, fan, FCFC, and FCFL. Sorry, and everybody FCFL. can tune into that, the sports page. Yeah, we have our, every Saturday we post Saturday. our episodes, um, 
And check out you just, and Chris Robb both yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We just had our Super Bowl this past Saturday, our Super Bowl pre-show or Super Bowl special, whatever we talked about. And it's kind of like this. We talk about everything. Absolutely everything. We talked about how horrible the Pro Bowl. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl, man. That was... I mean, here we talk about business here, right? And then this is this is bad business. For this is bad the business NFL. for the NFL. The Pro Bowl is absolutely terrible. I, I didn't even watch the. I I only saw the highlights of it. So and that was highlights of two touch. So these guys I saw flat people out are fully. I saw people uh, posting about the Pro Bowl about how bad it was, and I didn't know. I'm like, hold on, I must have missed something. Something's going on. And then I saw the highlights. They might as well, you know, lose the lose the football pants, just wear shorts, mm-hmm. and play flag football. Maybe even lose their pads and just wear helmets. I but think so. if they were to flag football, I don't think they get so much slack for it. Yeah, uh, because two touch like they weren't even calling it right because they touch him and then they he'd keep going. Like I think this was Alvin Kamara before he got arrested uh, with touching. He kept going. They touched him like six times, but and lose this. Was that the really the rule, though? Was that really the rule? Was it was two touch, uh, or I nobody wanted to tackle? Well, I don't know. The offensive lines were kind of half-ass blocking. Defensive lines kind of trying to half-ass. Yeah, blitz. I mean, what's the what's the point? You know what they need to do because I don't know if they change the uniforms year to year. To me, they I didn't look like they do. Just go. Everybody wears their own jersey. Yeah, they wear their I teams. Like I like that better. You know, you just pick the you know the white, and I guess they. They do well, drafts they now. They don't do helmets, a- right? They, they still wear the helmets. They don't do AFC and NFC. They just they just draft. I think this I think. year was AFC and NFC. Was it AFC and NFC? In the past, they had done done drafts. Which but. I think's okay, whatever, but... No, you know what you do? Is you create divisional teams. The NFC East, the NFC West, the NFC North, the NFC South. Everyone creates their own teams, right? So then you end up, what is that, eight? There's eight divisions oh, in football. So- you do an eight-team flag football tournament with these groups and that's how it's picked you create you you draft a flag football team and do a tournament uh, you know a two day do it over the weekend not, maybe not divisions but but yeah no the divisions draw. are great man yes. but no cuz as a Cowboys fan I don't want anybody on there from the Eagles Redskins no this is the, but I mean you have them on your team anyways NFC AFC you go in and you represent okay this is the NFC East team and we're going to go and we're going to dominate these other, you know, and start to do NFC, AFC, do a bracket, round robin stuff, and then come in, boom, AFC, NFC, flag football champions. Do it all week. Do it do it or, or over the weekend. Or I guess you could do a couple, you could do do it a over couple the days. Yeah, do a Saturday-Sunday deal. Why could you not do that? That when would be, get, when you get I think you get that. On the phone. And you then in between, I know, they, I know they did the skills competitions, which that's cool. I didn't really tune into them. We were busy. In the past, I have watched them kind of on and off. They're fun. You know, they do dodgeball and they do catch and these passing drills. You know, all those things are fun. But I'm telling you, a NFC, AFC, but you do the, these divisional. To, each division comes up and then faces each other in a championship flag football setting. I guarantee you, your ratings go up from that higher than what this, this Pro Bowl had. I think we need Chris Robb on the phone to see if he knows Goodell's number. Yeah, we need to get some get... connections to... Yeah, he's got to know somebody who knows how to get a hold of Goodell. If that's the case, we have Goodell on the show. Let's get him. Let's he's listening. Him. He's got to be listening. Come on. If not, we're booking him. Let's go. Roger Goodell. The Sometime this year, we're going to have Roger Goodell on our show. You're just going to have to hit subscribe on YouTube 
or hit follow on whatever plat- platform you're listening for podcasts. Make sure so you know because like otherwise it. you're not yeah, going to know don't, when. No, you want to be the one of the first ones to know. And you don't want to be left out. Because we're going to ask him about everything. We're going to ask all the hard questions. They're going to give us a sheet, say these are the ones you're allowed to ask, and we're just going to go off topic. So I can be very long and easy to walk we, out. We need to continue to push. We're gonna we're gonna lobby to get that Hashtag Pro Bowl. Pro, oh. No, to get that Pro Bowl set up like that. See what we do is get with the USFL or the XFL to do the same thing. Yeah, they just don't have enough teams to do it. They're gonna they're gonna fail and they're gonna fall. That's what happens. But the NFL is gonna adapt and adopt certain aspects. Like I think. Uh, the onside kick thing where you go for it on uh, fourth, it's like fourth and 20 instead of doing onside. I think that was XFL or was it USS, USF, AAFL. One of the teams um, is you don't do onside kicks. If you want to score a touchdown, you want to get the ball back, it's do like one play, fourth and 20. If you get it, you get, get the, the ball back. Yeah. Something like that. I think that's where it's running because. What was the other, the kickoff? They, they pretty can't, much eliminated the. Running downfield. Well, they don't do you don't you can't do that now in the NFL. But they they moved it. Or yeah, the the other team couldn't. They had to wait. Uh, the kickoff team could not go after the ball's kicked. They had to wait till it got past a certain goal line. That way, you're not running as fast. But they shortened it, right? And you they shortened really it. You're only close. like twenty yards apart, and you yeah. know, <clears throat> you know, and all. And. I think you know that's going to be the byproduct of some of these leagues. Is they're just well, going to be just, rules. They they kind of adapt those ideas, even though these aren't tied in, just like how the MLB does as well. You know, the MLB adapts different rules in the minor league systems to see. You know, some of them they're using the robot um, umpire, not robot umpire, but they they have a earpiece. And basically, it's they're telling the technology them, they're already doing. Yeah, they're using some of that it's technology. The, the MLB is already using. They're just not using it as official because you can see where the ball is. Right. And they're basically using that technology to call it a ball or a strike. But then, yeah, they're an earpiece in. And then the, the umpire is calling. He's just yeah, he's just there that. to right. But so, these are things that MLB's implementing and working and seeing what works and what doesn't work. Um, you know, just like the I think the time, like the batters, every pitch has got to be however off. You know. However often there's times on the pitches, you can't just take your time and make the game as long. They're trying to speed it up. They started that in the minor league system. <laughs> this is the same that you know these other leagues are, are trying different things, and the NFL is finding ways to modify them. I mean, think of something like the the uh, extra point. Backing that up, I mean, that was a money shot from the two-yard line all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You back up to the 25, there's a lot of missed extra points. And you had one throughout last, the season. And it didn't come down. To, to making the game, but the missed extra point in the first first yeah. score, or maybe the second score, on that last drive, the Bengals were about 20 yards away from McPherson tying the game well, to overtime. And also, if not, it would have been a 24-20 you know, Coming game. into geometry of it, which we're going way deep into that, making a longer kick, not just because it's a longer kick. The I was never the, good at geometry. But the kick is going to be a lot flatter coming out. So you give the defense a lot better chance to time that up and get a block than they would if you're right in front of it. You just kick it straight up in the air. And you're talking it's about going to get in. You're talking about uh, false starts and things like that, making yeah, a it a lot of stuff start more, to come into yeah, more play. difficult. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, we're talking about what rules people you know should do. And I was watching something the other night, and I think it was Friday night. So WWE Raw or something came on right after, which I'm not a big. Into, into wrestling, but it was just on. I'm sitting here watching it, I'm like, 
obviously you know, people, I'm not going to say wrestling's fake for the people because it's not fake. It's predetermined. That's what Hulk Hogan will always say. It's predetermined because, you know, the blood and, you know, when they believe they get hurt, those are real. That yeah. happens. But yeah, it's scripted. It's pre, you know predetermined what's happening, and you know they go. I think they're going too far into drama. I don't know if it's always been that way, but I, I, I really couldn't get into it. It's almost like a reality show, which I guess that's exactly what it is. I think the XFL should kind of go that route. Maybe they get more right than trying to determine the plays, the winners, the well, like some people think the NFL is already like that, but no, just make it more dramatic. Like get into the backstory. Like it's obvious what it is. Like, let's not try to pretend. You know, but, the hard part with any other sub NFL American football program is nobody knows who they are. That's, that's really it. the issue that you don't you have any of these get main, into it. It's because hard you to get don't into it. Know you that, don't know who these people and that's are. exactly why USFL went with the old teams. They didn't come up with new teams. They went with old teams more nostalgia. People know who they are, the teams, yeah. and they try to follow them, but you're always going to get second-rate players. That's the uh, problem. Back in the days when the AFL came and competed with the NFL, they were having their own drafts, and both leagues are drafting the same players. AFL was stealing some of those players. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to have that. You're not going to have, uh, you know, let's use Trevor Lawrence. Well, you're talking about Trevor money. Lawrence had no he, no way he was, if the XFL the, and USFL, AFL, the NFL if they has, all drafted him, yeah. he would never go. No, the, the, best the NFL has monopolized it where there's no way these guys can make the kind of money they'll make anywhere else other than the NFL. Their best shot and, is and that's, to be that's an what affiliated yeah. minor league system. Yeah. Because if you have, okay, let's say you have a player who makes a resurgence or you get a player who nobody, mm-hmm. nobody knew of and he has an awesome year, he's going to the I mean, NFL. I can remember the, he's going to leave uh, and go to the NFL. The uh, European League, that was always great, I thought. You know, as a kid, we'd watch that. You know, in European League, and some of those guys would make it to the NFL. You know, they were but, all yeah, they were affiliated affiliated yeah. with them. But eventually, you know, you'd see a couple of those names you would recognize come and play. We really need that in the U.S. But um, you saw one of these um, leagues to adapt. I can't remember the punter's name, which is just you know making our point even more. But in the XFL, you, or was it no a kicker? He was a really good kicker. Uh, and obviously, I don't know if it worked out if the XFL continued if COVID wouldn't have happened. Uh, but he went and played in the NFL. But that's what happens. If you're gonna have a really good year, maybe the XFL can say, but "Hey, we'll just pay, them, we'll just pay you some money to them stay, so that you have these they're guys. Leaving. They're gonna know, leave and instead go to the, of the NFL because it wasn't in the the XFL where the teams affiliated, or you just had players that played on different teams, but you had the rights to them. Is that, uh, that yeah, was what it was, they weren't. Right? They weren't. You, you know, didn't XFL have like a was team. The, see, the USFL was trying to, or the AAFL. A couple of years ago, was trying to get some system where they were a minor league system or sub. Sort of something you could add. But XFL was team. saying, "No, we're not doing it. XFL." Not that the NFL, but the was European interested. league. That's what it was. Was yeah, it was owned by the NFL, but the it teams had, it were didn't owned have, by the NFL. But the teams weren't owned by each. No, the teams team. were you owned by players, the NFL. And players, you might have players spread out all over because they had teams. logos on their jerseys, like something Cowboy like that. Star. And uh, it's not like each team but be had their own better here if you league. could come here and have, okay, we have this team that plays here in Arlington, the XFL. I don't even know. The Renegades, is that what that the was team it, was? Yeah. So, but if that was But if that could be affiliate, okay, that's the Cowboys affiliate. And you own the players that are on this. And you sign contracts, and that's your scout team guys could go and play here. You can have all these guys here playing and getting active. Because think about it, you have these scout team guys – that run scout team all week long. They never play in a real game. Occasionally you bring one up, you know, you get an injury and you get a guy, but 
yeah, you're, they're not getting these real-time games. Have them playing some real-time football. I, mean, I know the NFL is trying to, I don't know if they legitimately are, wanting to expand into London. Uh, I don't know if that will ever happen. But they are definitely wanting to expand to 40 teams in the next 5 to 10 years. Why not make up their own minor league system of like 8 teams, play some in San Antonio, back in San Diego, St. Louis, uh, mm-hmm. Orlando, all these teams you... Uh, are all these cities you say are always up for teams? Put yeah. another one in New York uh, as minor league si- systems, and then do it. You know, maybe they do it by conference or how many ever teams they have. This is where maybe not conference because you don't want those players in playing. Uh, you know, strategizing or whatever. But you have certain teams linked up. Maybe like Dallas and Houston have a team in San Antonio and all their minor league or all their players, their practice squad. You could. Uh, contract more players mm-hmm. and uh, you know expand your rosters and yeah. you already have players you know what they you know what they are if they get hurt you know kind of have like you know you you uh, put your in baseball you put them on assignment you know rehab starts things like that well and you have a lot of free agents in the NFL but you too that you're just sitting at home not playing you could test the markets there too yeah and even take that team hey when it's time to expand take that team and obviously the you know, players are watching you do your expansion draft or whatever. But you have the San Antonio whatever promoted. They've been there for four mm-hmm. years. People have peril. They're following that team. Yeah. And now they take convert that team. Convert that team convert to, that a, team to pro- you know, the not the players, obviously, but to, to professional. Mm-hmm. Like it's new. But there's already, you know, uh, history there with that team. Yeah. They, with that community. And they already, you know, that gives you the sense of it's not just a brand new team. You kind of have been following this team and it. Um, and it has nothing to do with on-field performance, obviously, but it gives the fans the opportunity. Hey, you want a real NFL team? You know, support this team. Mm-hmm. See how much support this team gets. To see uh, how much money they can get, how profitable they can be in this this area, and give them a chance. Yeah. Thank you again for supporting the Business and Beyond podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to be alerted every time we post a new episode. 